Hey folks, this is Kevin. Just a word about this episode before we get started. We decided that we would uh, get together in person and record this, and it was great fun, and we had a great time, but the recorder we were using decided that um, we didn't need to hear the end of the episode, so things do get cut off uh, just near the end of Ryan's Geek Pick. Um, if you want to know what Jen and Brent's Geek Picks are, you'll have to ask them. Uh, and um, sorry to our patrons on Patreon. Um, your shoutouts got cut out too. But you know who you are, and we know you and love you. And thank you for supporting the show. And with that, let's go right on to this episode of True North Nerds. Set your phasers to sexy. Another episode of True so North Nerds. This week, uh, hodgepodge of everything. As usual, yay! There's so much going on. Um, yeah, because certain shows other people have seen chunks of, other shows we've, we've all seen. There's a couple movies in there, a lot of stuff. So, yeah, stuff. But first, we have Jen. Hello. We have Kevin. Hello. And we have Ryan. Hello. And we have me. Hi, Ben. Hi. So, Ryan. Yes? What's in the news this week? What's in the news? Uh, So by now, everybody's seen it. Uh, It looks like Hugh Jackman will be joining Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool 3. Yay. Um, So he's... He, you know, he's going to be Wolverine in the MCU? Question mark. The posters that I've seen on Facebook have been hilarious. Yeah, all oh, the fan made ones. Yeah, there's uh-huh. a bunch of them. Were they the fan? Were they oh yeah, fan-made? they don't have a real one. Oh, okay, yet. I didn't know if they were like teaser posters or everything. No, it was no. like Deadpool. No, it's no, it was uh, Wolverine holding Deadpool and. Yeah, no. The only real thing put out from them is the uh, the Deadpool with the three slashes. Yeah. Like the Deadpool logo with the, the slash through it. That's the only real... Which is convenient how well that works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like it wasn't planned. Um, uh, these two guys look like they're having fun. So if that translates to the screen, then I'll be a happy MCU guy. And also, like, we don't know Deadpool's MCU status yet. Nope. And he's the character you can get away with not throwing into the directly into the MCU, like almost like he has his own little pocket universe. Yeah, I yeah. assumed that he was going to be like in with the whole multiverse of madness stuff. He was going to be like an MCU multiverse. I, I was wishing he would just show up on She Hulk because they broke both break the fourth wall. <laughs> you can see them too. <laughs> we could get that in the future, though. Yeah, we could. I, I again, I don't know who came up with it first, but I saw on the internet that like putting the X Men into the MCU should be—you just see a computer screen and you see somebody taking a file folder listed like X Men out of a Fox file folder and into the Disney file folder, and then backs up and it's and it's Deadpool <laughs> wipes his hands like done, <laughs> and that's it. It's that easy, folks. Have you heard any rumors about uh, Defenders, like a classic Defenders lineup movie happening in the MCU? No. I read a rumor online just today about that. Um, I, I think it might just be fan fan uh, casting or something. But we do have a Doctor Strange, a Hulk, and a Namor now in the MCU. Yeah. All we need is a Silver Surfer. Surfer. And we've got the core lineup of the old Defenders team. Yeah. I'm f- I have a feeling Surfer's a, w- a ways off yet, though. Yeah, well, wouldn't he have come with the rights for Fantastic Four? Yeah, yes. but I mean more in introducing him. I yeah. don't see him until at like Fantastic Four 2. 
Yeah, because I don't see the first time we see Fantastic Four. All of a sudden, here's Galactus and his Herald, oh, and that was we good. Also have Clea, who was a classic member of the Defenders, too. Yeah. So. Is she the one that showed up in the end, the end of, of Doctor Strange? Yeah. The current comic book version has Loki uh, leading it. So, like, that one, like, yeah, there's different iterations. I wouldn't be more surprised if it's a name that they readapt into something else. Right. Like, uh, much like the, the last version of the Defenders, the right? Street level. Yeah. yeah. Well, even the. Oh, don't step on my cord. Sorry. <laughs> the uh, in the comics, one of the more recent versions were like Kamala Khan, or Kamala, wasn't it? With like a young Cyclops and Miles. No, and those were the champions. Were the champions? Yeah, oh, which is basically the same type of team. Yeah, the classic champions lineup had Black Widow and Hercules and Iceman and Angel. Angel. Hmm. I want Squirrel Girl Ghost and Ghost Rider. Rider. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. we haven't seen a Squirrel Girl yet. Dang it. Well, you know what? was that show that got canceled. Yeah, but She-Hulk would be a good place to introduce her. Yeah, yeah. in the uh, comic, She-Hulk was uh, Squirrel Girl's lawyer. She's a lot of people's lawyers. Lawyer, yeah. yeah. She's a lot of people's lawyers for non-serious things. Okay, but I would be really disappointed if, you, if Squirrel Girl just shows up as like a cameo in She-Hulk and that's it. That's all yeah. we get for Squirrel Girl. If you're up for murder, you get Matt Murdock. <laughs> if if it's somebody's it's trying to fleece you out of money, <laughs> that's She-Hulk's territory. Did you guys watch the latest episode of uh, She-Hulk yet? Have you caught up? Yeah, the last one we watched was the one with um, the Abomination Summer Camp retreat yes. thing. Yes. Is that the latest that's one? Yes. Latest. I just want to say, with, with the, all the C-list characters showing up on that. Yeah. It's still no Squirrel Girl. No, exactly. But it was you not said you don't, C-list. You don't want that kind of no. appearance for sure. No, no, no. She needs so. to be like a regular. Side note. Have her own show. Uh, I'm sure we'll dig into She-Hulk a little bit <laughs> deeper later, but... The fact that in in the group therapy session, there's a poster behind Blonsky that says Abomaste. I laughed when I figured out. You should make up that poster and stick it in the shop. Put it in the store. Um, All right. So so sticking with MCU, um, there's been rumors that... uh, Marvel Studio has approached Harrison Ford to be the new General Ross in time for uh, the Thunderbolts movie, which would mean he would, could also be Red Hulk if that was the case. Uh, then to double down on that rumor, there was stories that they were ready to announce this at D23, but Kathleen Kennedy was like, hell no, we're, we're introducing Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. You can't steal our thunder and have people think of him as an MCU while we're trying to promote this other damn movie. Indiana Jones 5, The Search for More Money. Yep. How important is General Ross to the Thunderbolts? I, well, it, I read the original run of Thunderbolts where they were villains pretending. Yeah, see, the, this seems to be more like the, the, the Thunderbolts from not the latest run. Like, post-Secret like, Invasion yeah. Thunderbolts have always been... Are they more like... They're still villains? Marvel oh. Suicide Squad? Kinda for a while, and even right now they're not even they're like a whole different setup. But like for the most part, they've been the government superhero team. Uh, quite often, it's when yeah, it's all villains being controlled, you know, and ran by somebody with the like government. Hawkeye so, well, right now, but those ones aren't even villains that he's running with. Oh, okay, but it's a government yeah. sanctioned team. But I would argue, like the the lineup that they've got in the movie, most of them aren't villains either. No, Ghost what? and Taskmaster are kind of villains, I guess. They're redeemed villains. Yeah, yeah. they're all kind of redeemed well, villains. I was gonna say, aren't they? yeah, because you look at you know Winter Soldier, and he's uh, got a lot of red in his ledger. Well, yeah, I guess. And she's got you know another assassin. Mm. So they're not good guys either, though. Like this, they're vigilantes, or at least like you said, they're attempted anti-heroes, attempted redeemed. Yeah. Villains, you know, they weren't necessarily villains, but they weren't. Uh, like even U.S. Good. U.S. agent would probably be the closest to the not quite so redeemed villain. Mm. But even he wasn't really a villain. Villain no, just doing what he thought. What yeah, he thought was right. Yeah, but they've all killed people. Yes. Yeah, 
but I don't know if I like. Regardless, I don't know if I like. He can prove me wrong. I don't know if I want Harrison Ford in that part. No, I don't know either. It's, like he's got grumpy old man down. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But does he have angry is, Hulk down? The important question is: Will he grow a mustache? See the. Uh, Ed Campbell, the Snowhawk Cosplay, and I were talking at lunch with Ryan when this popped up. Why don't they just get Sam Elliott? He's still alive. He played Thunderbolt Ross before. His character wasn't a hell of a lot different than the version that John Hurt ended up playing. Like, it's, Was he in the Ang Lee movie? Yeah. yeah. And already has a mustache. A glorious <laughs> one at that. We cast you based on how glorious your mustache yeah. is. Like, it's not that Harrison Ford, I think, would be terrible, but it's like, eh, I never see him as a military guy. Like, maybe it's because, like, his best roles is, like, he's kind of, like, like you know, I'd, like, almost like an anti-hero. I'd love to see him in a role like Robert Redford had at the MCU. Yeah, something like that. Well, I yeah. guess Thunderbolt kind of rolls into that a little bit. Well, how they develop, fun, they're like, the last couple times we saw Thunderbolt, was he's part of like UN councils and shit on yeah. superhero stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. So we'll see where that goes. Yep. Uh, oh, this one, I'm sure this one made you sad, Brent. Uh, Grendel has been canceled before even ever airing an episode, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because, because it's all been filmed too. Yeah, it, like they just wrapped filming on that show. Now that Is means it a special. Show? No, it was a Netflix series yeah and like and warner's isn't even tangentially part of it they didn't film it at warner studios or Or they don't have ownership of it or anything like that like it's it's weird but yeah uh maybe those maybe netflix didn't know about those tax credits and now like oh well Shit, we get we are losing some money here maybe we should uh, start canceling a few things Which is too bad. Like, uh, I was looking for... I don't know if it would have worked, but I was looking forward to seeing them give it a go. I did see a little interview with, the, I guess, the actor who was playing the main role of Grendel, yeah. and that he felt that it was that, that they had done a really good job with it, and that he had personally felt challenged by the role, and had felt that he had been challenging himself to up his game as it progressed and stuff, so... He's disappointed that it's canceled. Yeah, they're allowed to shop it around, though. Apparently, is okay. the is the the good part. But now, like, it's not going to HBO Max because no. the, the, is anything going to HBO? Max? Exactly. And so that like so those two are out. Who else might pick it up? You yeah. know, maybe to be. Um, maybe because it would like the problem is is Tubi picks it up like and I can actually see them affording to pick it up. Oh yeah, because the hard part is paid for, right? But that means like they can't get a second season. No, like they don't have the money for it. Well, they do air commercials with their stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first in what is probably going to be a trend coming out of Hollywood. Uh, retired actor Bruce Willis has sold his deep fake likeness rights so his face can continue to appear in films. Uh, he's the first Hollywood star to sell his likeness rights, so deep fake ne- technology will allow him to continue uh, to be in film films and ads for years to come. Yay. Interesting. Uh, now, they, they've already done, I guess, from what I was reading, they've already done one or one ad or one series of ads in his, you know, action star style. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but he seemed to be impressed with it, so. It, it's interesting and worrying all at the same time, right? Yep. It's, this technology is, it, is like, right now it's in the, we're in the fun stage, right? Like, everybody's using it for memes and commercials and shit like that. And blackmail. And to, <laughs> Well, like, there's stuff like, like, there's a guy who uses it on TikTok where he he's Tom Cruise. And it's like, I think his account is listed as, like, deep fake Tom yeah. Cruise. Like, it's obvious. Don't sue me, please, real yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, and he does stuff like, like, like Tom Cruise, it, like, and he's got the voice down really well. And the the th- the layering that they've got in it makes it look close. It's not quite right, but then he like 
introduces himself and like what most people don't know about me is I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan and then he breaks out into like with a guitar into playing Crash <laughs> and like the word it's a fun but like it's fun but like there are implications of some of this stuff oh yeah mm-hmm. like it also like you know I can see too many stupid Hollywood execs going with stuff of like well, now we can put like Bruce Willis into these movies. What for? Probably like a portion of what it would have cost to get like prime Bruce Willis yep. years ago. Well, Why would I hire a different actor to do it? Will he still do voiceover so that it sounds like? No, they. I believe so. We tie into probably another story on Ryan's list. Is I believe it also includes the AI doing his voice. Uh, much like James Earl Jones this week retired from doing Darth Vader, but has licensed his voice to this AI company. Yeah. So it, it will continue. He will continue to be Darth Vader's voice. He's just not going to be in the studio doing yeah. it. And in fact, apparently that's not his voice on Obi Wan. That's the the AI. Oh really? So you know, it's kind like. It's sort of scary when you start thinking yeah. about well, like what well, else thought, can this stop? I already you? assumed that the, with, with the deep fake for the that it was doing, that it went hand in hand the image and and audio yeah all go, works together. But yep, yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. Ah, uh, so for the things that I like, apparently there's a new Cloverfield movie in the works at Paramount Pictures. I'm not uh, sure if I saw no the last details. one or not. That was the Netflix exclusive one that just was like, yeah. They advertised it during the Super Bowl and were like, and it'll be on Netflix after the game. The first time you see a trailer, it was like, hey, here's a new, you know, Cloverfield Universe movie, and then mm-hmm. like, watch it tonight. It's like that's awesome. Um, so there's no story details yet, but in in referencing that movie, J.J. Uh, Abrams has come up, been on uh, gone on record saying that the monster that's seen in the newest movie at the end, is indeed the monster from the original one, just bigger, so I guess grown up, saying that the other one was more of a a child or baby version. Hmm. How he got onto that world, who knows all that, that's timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, because the whole, that last movie was called The Cloverfield Paradox, and they set off, did you not see it? I don't think so. Now that you're, were, you're talking about it, I don't know if I sat down and, and watched end up sending themselves to an alternate reality. Yeah. And possibly tearing holes in reality, causing all this stuff to happen on their reality. So possibly that's, you know, brought the Cloverfield monster from the other reality to theirs. And yeah. Yeah. Alternate realities and monsters. Gotta love it. Fun. Yes. Uh, so who saw the trailer for the new Disney animated movie, Strange World? Speaking of oh, alternate yeah. worlds. And- I don't know if I saw the full one or not, but it was played at, uh, I went and saw uh, the Super Pets, and uh, it played before that. Yeah, I saw the teaser. Um, it just looked weird. Our five-year-old nephew said, whoa, that looks cool. So there's his review. <laughs> Uh, so it sounds like it's uh, a team, and they're traveling to the you know, oh shit was it the center of the earth or another dimension to save their world, and they end up the one person that goes the, you know, his father got lost on this trip and of course it looks like in the trailer oh hey look who we find it's dear old dad who hasn't been around for like forever and has gone feral and has a real big beard. So this is like Disney animated film yes. like yeah. not Pixar's no. no. Yeah. Not that uh, there, there's is, much of a no, distinction that, yeah. anymore, but it's still all computers. <laughs> Apparently, there but, is. Kevin. Well, no, they they run separately. Yeah, but but they and they do the have different CEO. looks. Yeah, like the same person. At least I think. Oh, maybe it's not since John Lasseter disgraced himself and was kicked out of the company. Um, maybe it is two different heads now. But uh, I know. The Pixar people were starting to get really frustrated that all their movies were being sent right to Disney Plus, but I think more people may have watched Turning Red that way than if it had been released at theaters. Still haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I really need to. So good. Yeah, Brent's behind like three or four Pixar movies. I, I'm behind like a bunch so of stuff right now. And uh, what was the one with the two boys who were sea monsters? Luca, that I, one I love saw. that one. It's so cute. I saw Soul. 
Soul, I, I saw. Soul. Yeah, no, we saw Soul. Soul but then I watched Luca and... Was there one between Luca and Soul? No. It went onward, Soul, Luca, turning red. Oh, and Lightyear came out this year. I thought there was another no, one. Lightyear was the one nobody went to see. I saw it. Well, well now it's on, it's on Disney+. Disney Plus. It's on Disney+. Plus. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched it yet. I, I don't... The, the thing is, is like... I understand the 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 animators' gripes because like these movies are made to be on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. But the like the problem is, is if you look at like when like when we were kids, even taking us out to the theater, like you know, my parents oh. took out a family like a family of four to the movies. That's a good chunk of change yeah, for a night true. out. Now it's even worse. I, oh, yeah. Just for me and you, Brent, it was like sixty bucks. It's pretty close. Just like for if, two of us, and like we—if we get pop, if we get ticket, two tickets, two pops, and a popcorn, a popcorn and a candy, and, and we get the combo, candy, we get the combo. It it comes pretty close. And it's to like that. sixty bucks for two people. Yeah. Imagine you have a family of five. Yeah. Like holy crap. No, I hear what you're saying. I am picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> and I, you know, for almost that. I can get a whole year of Disney Plus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they, like, from a parent's point of view, like, if my kid won't sit still and watch it, they can watch the rest of it later. Yeah, free of charge. Yeah, you pause, you let them run around. Yeah. And then, yeah, you go back. So, but, I mean, you better as well take that money and invest in a really big TV and a nice sound system for your house and mm-hmm. just get Disney Plus. And, you know, a movie theater popcorn machine because I like the popcorn. There you go. <laughs> But you can buy those, and you can get them in, like, small. Yep. No. Brent just won't let me. No. <laughs> Christmas is coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a I have a microwave popcorn thing that's really good. No. But I can make it, like, extra, extra, extra buttery. Oh. Mm, so much butter. Okay, trivia time. Anyway, Uh-oh. back to the podcast. Can you name this movie star... Who recently won a gold medal in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Oh, I know. That, I, it was Kevin at a tournament in England. I I know the answer to this already. A I saw the story. Star yes. Won a tournament in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yep. At a tournament in England. So it's like an open, like an actual, you know, not not a thing set up for him. Was to it win. the guy who plays Ed Bundy? What's his I real think name? It's Tom. No, uh, that's not Holland. a bad p- point. Yeah. I've <laughs> Tom Holland. Am I close? You, you've got the first name right. Tom, Tom Brady? Hardy. Yes. Tom Hardy. I always get Tom Hardy and Tom, Tom Brady Asians. mixed up. Yeah, One's a football player. Venom, Venom star Tom Hardy, who is it's not, it's, it's not the first tournament he's won either. Yeah. He's won a couple. I guess he just, you know, he goes and he knows. He realizes, uh, from the sounds of it, the organizers are said, you know, he's, he's a really good guy. Uh, he realizes that, you know, he is who he is. He's more than happy to talk to people. He'll take pictures and do all that. And apparently, even in one of the matches, he went to like one of his opponents beforehand. It was just kind of like they kind of just told him, like, just doesn't matter that I'm no. Don't think it's that I'm. I'm not. Not me. the face. Not the face. Like, no, pretty much just like no. You know, he's not one of the actors like, who cares about this. Hit the face. Hit me as if maker. I wasn't me. Like yeah. Right. Well, it's jujitsu, ju- like tournaments like that, isn't punching and kickings as much as it is grappling and choking the other and guy. Throwing and throwing. For an actor, it's actually probably a more safe martial art to do for your career. Yeah, you don't punch in the face. And usually, like, like, especially him, I'm sure if there's an armhole put on, he taps out fairly quickly. Like, if he knows he can't get out of it, he's not going to break his arm in order to try and get out of it. But yeah, he did, a, he did quite well from what I understand. And well, he won, so. Yeah, and he, like, he entered, he like, I imagine it's probably to keep his name off the card. He entered, like, last minute. Like, yeah. a, kind of as, l- as long as you can hold out doing it. And I don't it. know if, if he went under the name of Thomas Hardy instead of Tom Hardy. Might be a good idea, yeah. I think, uh, too, but... Uh, that, too, and, like, if you saw that, like, just coming into the paperwork, now now that it's a story, maybe you'd double-guess it. But if you, like, if it's the first time it popped up, yeah. especially in England, where Hardy's not exactly, like... The world's most unique last name. Yeah, you probably wouldn't even think twice about it until he shows up and like, "Are you the dude who played Bane?" 
It's Ed O'Neill. That's his name. Yes. He is also a practitioner of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Is he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black belt. He, he got bored after uh, a Married with Children and started it up because it, his, like he wasn't getting like huge amounts of acting parts. And he like one of those things that we never really thought of with Married with Children is like how popular it was. He was making bank those la- like last oh, yeah. five seasons. Of, of so Modern Family? Or- no, of like Married with married Children. children. So before Modern Family, he took up jujitsu and he just got good at it. And in 2007, he received his black belt. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I think he trained at one of the Gracie schools. I could be mistaken. Mm. He trained for 22 years under the mentoring of Rorian Gracie? Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, The R is actually Horian. Horian Gracie. Horian Gracie. The, The Gracies are like the founders of UFC. Like okay, that's okay. their claim to fame. Yeah. I looked this up on Wikipedia. Yeah. There There's a bunch of them. They're all they can all choke you out within like Ed, five but minutes. For the life of me, I couldn't remember what his <laughs> rest of his name yeah. was. I did a list uh, once see? of like celebrities who could kill you. Okay. It like, tells me weird martial arts facts and I remember them. Yeah. Ooh. Him, uh Some Willie Nelson. Them. Willie Nelson's like a black belt in Shodokan karate or something like that. And but like basically <laughs> practice like was like taking active classes up until like a year two years ago and had to kind of slow things down because you know 900 years old yeah exactly uh hey you've brought this show up before uh final space yeah i know where this story is going too uh well it is the latest to get the old tax write-off chop and uh, even though it's a show that's been on the air for multiple years and multiple seasons. And uh, complete. And complete and everything that's being taken off of HBO Max and pretty much almost feels like it's being scrubbed from reality. Yeah. I, I So... It's like if you don't already own DVD, like, hard copies of it, and you don't you're not ha- going to find them. And you don't have the hard copy of the third season because as the, the showrunner and creator pointed out, it was never released on DVD or Blu-ray. So it is like it, it, apparently in other territories because it's licensed differently. So like here in Canada, it's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Uh, no, it's on Netflix, but it will be on Netflix until like the end of the month, I think. Oh, uh, end of October, I should specify. Oh, that was that. Like in the states, that thing it's with the little green thing. Yeah, it's the one Teo worked on. Yeah, that was cute. So it, it's being scrubbed from reality, huh? Pretty much. Huh. It, it will end up like... By the old mighty tax write-off. Yeah. The weird thing is... But why is, do you have to scrub it from reality to get a tax write-off? I don't understand because how it works. you can't... You have to show that you're not making any money off of it. Oh. That's why like Batgirl has pretty much been shelved, deleted, you know, slap a magnet on top of the hard drive type thing. They're not, not a... Well, we'll sell it to somebody else. Yeah. If you sell it to somebody else, then you made money off it. You have to show that you could have not made any money off of it for them to get their tax write off. This is going to, like, if this continues, this is going to do two things. One, physical media sales on certain things are going to go up again. Yep. And two, this is going to bring back things like BitTorrent. Pirating. Oh, yeah. And pirating in, like, well, a well, big way. I've been surprised that a copy of Batgirl hasn't leaked somewhere. Yeah. It's whether it's a, a half ahead. finished, like you know, miss, still missing. Like we got Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman pilot that was still missing special effects. Yeah, and we got well, we got that early copy of Wolverine Origins with it was missing special effects. Well, like, there will be like if stuff like this continues, we will start seeing these pop up at shows. Yep. Where it'll be back to the, like the days where like Kevin and I saw them, but instead of VHS tapes, it's going to be burned DVDs and Blu-rays of like go these to, shows you go can't to your get. Local DVD store in the in the Pacific Mall. Yeah. asking for asking for a copy of the new background. Oh, I got movie. so much anime that way. It's the only way you get anime back in the day. Uh, anybody ever play the game Last of Us? It's a Sony. It was a Sony I PlayStation. I know game. of it. I never had a system that could run it. Nor did I. We'll talk about it on a podcast. It's not now, an RPG. I probably haven't played it. Mm. It's a survival game. I don't know how much RPG. Oh, oh, no! Don't play with that kitty. Um, but the latest is uh, the uh, they finished filming the series. They made a live action TV series of it. Yeah. And we got a trailer. 
this week. And isn't isn't uh, what's his name? The, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I was gonna say Pedro Pascal's in it, right? And the girl is played by. Um, okay, remember the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones? Who else watched it? I did. Anybody here? No? <laughs> Just you. So well, then you're not gonna remember. So the there was a young girl who was like the head of her house, and was like in charge of her army in, in the north as part of the people of the north and stuff. So it's that actress. Okay. Plays uh, Ellie. You want to say is the name of the girl? Yeah. In, uh, in, the, in the game, isn't it? What's her name? Uh, now, or sorry. No, it's they what? made it look like her and there was some issues I with that. Like, didn't, with, like, didn't, um, okay, so the person that we are now ta- talking about is Elliot Page? Elliot Page. Is that yes. their Elliot. name now? Yeah. Um... I thought that they had done the voiceover work for the game. No, I don't think they did. Oh, I think okay. That, I don't know if I'm, I'm trying it, to remember. Was, I, they, I could they, be wrong. It, there was some connection, and there was talks about. Uh, I want to feel like because there was another game at that, that, that at that time too, that also had a similar look. Uh, it may have, and uh, one of the two of them, I think, actually did or may have licensed their likeness and the other one didn't. Yeah, maybe that's it. And it was a bit of a brouhaha, a bit of a thing about it, but I don't know. Look it up, kids. And then, okay, we got just a couple more things. Uh, Armor Wars, we missed this in our MCU uh, news earlier, Mm -hmm. um, is no longer going to be a series. Or at least that's the rumor that it's going to be That's going to be a a movie. movie. Whether it could still be a a Disney Plus movie or a theatrical movie, we don't know. But oh, I never thought of it being a Disney Plus movie. Yeah, I just assumed that they're making a movie. They would put it in the theaters. Yeah. But uh, so that's that. So you know, that's what because for a while there we were wondering because we they hadn't talked anything about it. Yeah, other than they said it was still coming. It's, yeah, this would explain a little bit of that is because mm-hmm. if it's in talks to be a movie but they hadn't finalized those details yet. That's why it wasn't on the timeline or anything yeah. like that is because now it fits differently. Cause it's going to be like a two and a half hour thing as opposed to a, a six hour thing or yeah. an eight hour thing. Uh, the one piece of uh, one note that I missed on here. I saw this today. Uh, I believe we've lost our director for blade. Yes. Yes. They have left. Now the one, <laughs> Uh, the already people are already fan casting the director, and one headline I was like, "Here is why yeah, Guillermo del Toro is perfect for Blade." And I'm like, "Yes." I don't think del Toro is going to do a Disney. Thing. No, I think he like, he's, he got screwed over with Haunted Mansion. Not only that, he's got like, I wouldn't want him to like. I I love his stuff. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. One, he's been there before. Like he did Blade Two, did a great job of it. Two, he oh, has. Shit. He did too, didn't he? Yeah. See, I thought there was already a blade connection, but he has so much on oh, yeah. his plate right now. Oh, it's like, when's he ever going to get to idea. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, this movie's been pushed back and pushed back anyway. Um, and in my last little bit of news, so I didn't know this, but I guess Netflix has got the uh, the rights to do its own Power Rangers universe. Oh. Oh. So they're going to be doing a new movie. So rebooting it with a new movie, followed up by a series, like a, a TV series or like a Netflix series, uh, with that same cast. Huh. Okay. So it sounds to me kind of like the plans that were <laughs> for that last reboot of a Power Rangers movie, when they were like, oh, we're going to do another movie, and then we'll do uh, the series, and we'll do some more movies, and then the mm. movie just... Yeah. It flopped bad, because I don't know. Yeah, it's not a horrible movie when you rewatch it, but it's like, just remember thinking in your head, this Power Rangers, and it's not meant for me, it's meant for kids. Yeah. Now, the one thing I did read, this Power Rangers on Netflix is going to have a more of an adult tone to it. So just I think like the last movie that went... <laughs> no, but the last movie, like I said, if you watch it, it's not meant for us. It's meant for like 14-year-old, 12, 12 to 14-year-old us. Not forty-year-old us, but I think if, if what I'm reading for this one and might be smart, you know, just for us to like it, is that they're aiming at the 
40-year-old fan that used to be the 12-year-old fan when it started. Which, the, uh, I would say that's what the comic book from Boom does. Yeah. And from the customers at our store that, like, read it, they quite like it. So maybe that that is the way to go. All, I, I haven't picked up an issue, but the covers to the that oh, the cover, the artwork are and the artwork looks great. They, the closest I've gotten to it was buying the uh, Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, which I don't think has anything to do with the main that main series that just reached uh, issue one hundred this past week. Yeah, again from podcasts I listen to, I somebody raves about the Power Rangers comic quite often. It like it's one of those things that Boom has put together like a very good looking package, yeah. but I just have no real interest in Power Rangers in yeah, order to try was, and dig uh, into it. I was a little bit older when Power Rangers became very. Popular, yeah, so. yeah. Well, we would have been in grade. Well, I was in grade eight when seven or eight, eight when Power Rangers was first hit the air. So yeah, I was I was just kind of just a little like enough interested enough that I watched it a little bit because it was on when I was getting ready for school. But didn't care enough. Like my yeah. brother was into it because he was five years younger than me. So I was disappointed because it, like when I first saw the promos, I'm like, "Oh, live action Voltron!" Yeah. And then I got to and like, "Oh, this isn't Voltron." No. Do you remember so just to tie that into our earlier story? Do you remember when the first trailer for Cloverfield hit? Oh, and there was rumors that it was a secret Voltron movie. Yes, which yeah, made, which no, made no, sense no sense at all. <laughs> but I was like. Okay, no, yeah, I have no idea where people were getting that, but I just remember that Power Rangers was a show that you had to sort of wait through to watch either Batman, X Men, or Tick. Yep. Yeah, I used to watch Power Rangers because the there was something right before it and right 20s, after it, yeah. and yeah. Well, exactly. That's the reason I That's watched. That's why I know that episodes. the Blue Ranger's name is Billy, and the Black Ranger shows up in Buffy. <laughs> Oh, the actor? The yeah. Yellow Ranger died. Yeah. Yeah, in a like, car accident, I want to say. I also think the Black Ranger was in Space Cases. The Pink Ranger was on I, that Toronto-based yeah, cop show. cop show. Rookie Blue. I was watching episodes of that this morning. Is that what it was? The one with the no. Nicole and Tony from Veronica Mars. No, the it's the one with the guy from the Headstones. Yeah, and that guy. Oh, um, Sorry. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yes, I was also gonna, another good Toronto-based I, cop show. I kept wanting to say was, SWAT, but I knew that wasn't no. right. So I was thinking of the. Uh, there's another actress who's. They have a very similar look. Yeah. No, I can see that. The one actually. that, the, and she's in a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, but, yeah. And I could be wrong. I think I don't. I, Amy Joe Johnson. Is yeah, that her? That's Johnson, her name. Yeah. I think she lives here now. Like I think she lives in Canada. Like she in like married a Canadian. Like after meeting them on set or something oh, like probably. that, and then just stayed. I want to say she lives in like Oakville. Uh, Oakville's a nice place, mm-hmm. and she would probably have the money to live there. Yeah. So, all those Power Rangers residuals. That she no, probably, probably not. That. On Wikipedia, she's listed as an American Canadian filmmaker, singer, songwriter, director, and actress. She was also on Felicity. Yeah, because that was her next, like, that was her, I hate to put it this way, that was her adult acting, like, her first adult acting role. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it for news yep. for me. Anybody else got news that they want to report? I don't have any news. No, not really. The You, you clicked off the ones that I thought of when we were first going to uh, record this <laughs> show. Uh, yeah. So, um... Like I said, we, we've all watched whole bits and pieces of stuff. Uh, Jen and I are sorely behind on Andor right now. Um, but uh, we are caught up on She-Hulk. Yay. Okay. Should we start there then? Yeah. Let's do a She-Hulk This show is so fun. Yeah. So it is super fun. fun. It's stupid, but it knows it's stupid. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's stupid. I think it maybe it's, it's just silly. very... It's a sitcom. It yeah. is the it's MCU what they said sitcom. that was going to be. Yeah. Um, the fact that the internet fanboys and everybody got upset oh, two weeks ago the when the uh, we got the wedding episode when they were expecting Daredevil or hoping for Daredevil to show up. See, and as like but the way that she explained it is like, yeah, it's a wedding episode. I know that's inconvenient. Weddings are inconvenient. I it's, loved that. That was great. That's exactly. what I would say. Like, there's like really smart jokes in the yes, show from yes. time to time. That was one of them. But we still haven't seen Daredevil, and there's been an episode since the wedding, too. Yep. Yeah. But that's but, fine, 
because the show's not called Daredevil. It's nope. called She-Hulk. Yes. Yep. So, um, what's going on with the, the, the incels that are going after her? I was so upset I that she know. got a cute boy and the boy like oh, oh, so once girl. again oh, I you made spoiler, spoiler spoiler spoilers yeah, yeah. watch out here come the spoilers she got a cute boy do you think it could be the leader boy didn't like her for her yeah so I mad. had you asked me before d23 of him being involved in this show I would have said no but since I've announced that he's going to be the bad guy in Thunderbolts yeah it's no, not an off bad guy in Captain America. Captain oh, America Captain America, four, sorry. Yeah. That's the second time you've done that. Yeah, second time I've done that. One more and you're out. But that like it's not it's not off the table, right. definitely. Especially when the person's name you know, going by the name of King Hulk in the text messages. Yeah. Could it be someone working for Thunderbolt Ross? That's also a possibility. That would that yeah, would definitely mean our, they've got somebody recast that. That would get us our Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden, Harrison Ford shows up on She-Hulk. That's <laughs> how they find out he's been cast as... That I also would like. Be. I like that they. I don't remember. We watched both episodes back to back, so I don't remember which ep, which what was in which episode. But I like that they had the callback where she was like, was she drunk calling Bruce and be like, where are you? I haven't heard from you in a long time. Call oh, yeah. me. And we're like, oh yeah, he's on a spaceship somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, I think the thing is, like, I think it's one of those weird things that somebody else mentioned it, and I think we're, like, they're right about the fact that, like, there are way too many people out there who are putting way too many expectations on something uh-huh. that has never been promised in the first place. Right. Like, well, this is a show, like Ryan said, it it is promising exactly what it's delivering there's, to you. There's also a lot of people who put a lot of expectations on properties and when it doesn't deliver. And I mean, I just think about all of the female actresses who've had to quit social media and a lot of times put their entire careers on hold because of all of the negative backlash for simply starring in, let's say, a Star Wars movie. Movie. Um, It's just... it. Toxic fandom is a real thing, and it's disgusting. And it's I mean, the, the internet has brought a lot of good things to civilization, but it's also brought a lot of terrible things. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, side note: I saw a, a photo the other day of the She-Hulk stand-in yes. on yeah. set, and like, wow, like it, it's it's a very good human representation yes. of that, yeah. both in height and and like look wise, it's not far or she's not far off either. I love that they're giving us really minor D-list Marvel characters and not giving us any explanation. Like like Mr. Immortal? Mr. Immortal. That was the great. Crew, the I Porcupine. Lo- I love how El, El, Man Bull. El Toro or whatever. And El Aguila. Yeah. yeah. You know, these are real Marvel characters. Um, <laughs> we don't need to know their origin stories because we're... Never going to see them again, probably. Well, time for their, their first appearances to come up, and they all just bumped up in price last week. I think if anybody if anybody from She-Hulk is getting their own spinoff, it's going to be Madison with, an, with a Y, mm-hmm. but it's not. So she's and she's, all, y, she's already started locking in convention appearances. Oh, I yeah. imagine. That was great. Um, so Wongy. <laughs> Wongers. Wong, what did you call Wongers. 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 Oh, God. So, I love the, the Mr. Immortal... Uh, scenes where it's like to get out of conversations with women, he throws himself up. <laughs> so I don't like this conversation. I'm going to go kill myself. Now, in the comics, <laughs> have you read the slot run of She-Hulk? Uh, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it's actually one that I've thought about buying the omnibus of because I, I it's a book that I felt that Jen would like and I just haven't done so it yet. One character from that run of the comics that has not been introduced is the awesome android. Yeah, and I don't think he will be this no, I season. Don't think so either. But Mallory Book was much more of a of an antagonist character. Is Mallory's the other lawyer, yes. right? Yes. I love by her. Gold, Goldsbury. But in the current run of She-Hulk, she like that's who Jen's working for. Like oh, that's her book. boss, yeah. Now also in that slot run, it turned out that the uh, agency was also Jen ended up having to uh, do her law work in front of the living tribunal and it became cosmic. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen on this show either. 
I'm still wondering how they're going to tie it back to that guy who went on the one date with She-Hulk and was calling her a specimen. Who who was that? I don't know. I think maybe you're reading too much into that. That nerdy guy might be behind. And he's also one of Mallory's clients. I think he's part of the incel. I don't know if he's going to come back, but I think... Could it be Mallory who's trying to get shield? No. So as an outsider... I know they tried to set up Mallory as kind of like the, the, the bitchy office person. And I have no history of her and She-Hulk in the comics or anything. But it didn't last for very long. It's no, like, they kind of resolved that storyline real like, quick. Oh, there's Mallory and she's kind of a bitch. And then they're like the next day, they're like, oh, look, now we're friends. And now they're friends. And then she's still a little standoffish, but she's not an antagonist at all, in my opinion. Yeah. Like. Also in that slot run, Pug ends up moving in with Jen. No, oh, as like a roommate? Yeah, because his apartment gets destroyed in a superhero <laughs> fight or something, so It's a it's a fun show. Yeah, it was I, I like it a lot. It's, it's very, very different from everything so far. Yeah. And I like that about it. This, well, this is uh, we've been saying it for a while. This is the the Marvel phase of Let's throw things at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Like, we can afford to, and yeah. if it doesn't, then okay, we don't do that again. And this is the last Disney Plus show we're getting until Secret Wars in the spring. Really? Yeah, I guess you're right. We've got two specials coming uh, up. Yeah, unless they have something hidden away that we don't know about, which isn't... A- Secret Invasion. Oh, what did I say? Secret Wars. You threw me off there for me. Like, yeah, because there is a Secret Wars movie. Ooh, yeah, we might is Secret Invasions the, the show and Secret Wars is going to be the movie? Yes. Uh, that's not going to get confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Secret yeah. Invasion is also the one the Body Snatcher invasion type movie right. or show. We body think. Well, so Maybe it'll involve the scrolls or the. I don't know if they can throw that in there. Secret Defenders. Secret Defenders. A lot of secrets. A.K.A. X-Men. And the secret. And the secret? The book? No, there was a DC character called The Secret. There was? She was in The Young Justice. Hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, loving She-Hulk. I think there's two episodes left. Yeah. Yes. I got it. It's definitely grown on me. I think because up till this point, all of the Marvel shows have been more or less serious, and then they just... Chuck in a comedy. It was like, took me a second to kind of get used to it. CGI still bugs me. Not going to let that one go. But I am really enjoying it. It is good. Yep. Yeah. Which uh, brings us to, uh, we'll talk about Sandman for a little bit. because we, we can't remember if we if already we, did. So we already did talk about this. Well, we did, but I Sorry. don't know if, the sh- if we had all finished the show by the time we yeah. talked about it. Right. Ryan still hasn't watched the cat one. Yeah. yeah, but I think you can like we can talk about it with per- good cat agency without. You can just say whatever you want, but it doesn't matter. It I'll watch it eventually. Made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, that show was so good. Oh my god, it mm-hmm. was so good. Um, I I love the choices they made for the look of the show, for the casting of the show. I thought the cast was perfect. Yes, they gender swapped some characters. Yes, they changed the. Uh, the skin color of some characters, but it didn't matter. They were the characters yeah. from the comic. And well, they when updated and made the stories more relevant to the 21st century yeah. than they would have been if they just like meticulously copied the comic from yeah. 1991. And when your characters are these characters, like these deities, right? These like beings. Yeah, those people. Yeah. You know, swapping them. Not gonna be a big deal. Even the Constantine swap, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, and I think unfortunately, like the reasons for it weren't particularly like like it's it's just the they had that Dark Justice League or Justice League Dark series in the works at HBO, yeah. and so Constantine was spoken for, and somebody decided you couldn't have more than one. Me. Even though DC is now the kings of having more than one of everything, but hey, whatever. Well, especially, the, you know, I wonder if at that same time they were already considering the, um, the the now well the the the, the new uh, Keanu Reeves sequel to Constantine that they announced. 
Yeah. So uh, maybe that yeah, that might be also it. part of it, or both of those things go into it. Yeah. The the other thing is is now that you've made it a different character with just similarities, you have way more way room to play with oh, yeah. there that you yeah. didn't beforehand. Like, and it's already not, it's not like part they yeah of not, that universe anyway. So it's an alter, just in this reality, Constantine's female. There you go, boom. And not saying that they should, but they can kill her off without having any like yeah. they don't have to worry about that for other things, right? Or they can spin her off and give her her own her, show. Her own show. Yep. Yes, they could. I was just happy that my favorite part of the book is was in that where he meets up with the guy every hundred years oh, that's, that's my favorite story. story yeah and i said i was and they did it so well and i was so excited <laughs> i'm really looking forward to when they crack into seasons of mist yeah that's my yeah. favorite storyline that's a i've been slowly that i have the trade of that and i've been because that has multiple artists worked on it I've been slowly collecting signatures on that trade nice i i think i'm too missing two at this point one of which is very hard because he doesn't really do conventions. Maybe with this show doing well, he'll start doing them again. Yeah. But. So, yeah. Sandman, awesome. Yeah. Um, I I was impressed by. So, in, in the original comics, some of those characters were actual DC superhero characters. Mm-hmm. Lyda and, um, and Hector. Yeah. Were, were Infinity Inc. members. She was the daughter of the Earth to Wonder Woman. Uh, they just took that out. Yeah. And it still worked. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and at the same time now, it makes sort of like the, the comic is still special and different, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, the, the changes didn't... There, nothing in that they changed bothered me right. that much. And so I Jen hasn't heard this spiel because she hasn't heard me on like at the store when people ask me about the book uh-huh. is like it's legitimately one of those comics that kind of changed my life a little bit like it, oh, yeah. it changed how i saw comics up for that it's partially how i met jen and like how, yeah, did, how did we partially because, because on our dating app profile that was one of the things we had in common was, oh <laughs> because we, we met on the internet Ooh. And like, bum, and bum, since bum. then, like, Another bad thing the internet gave us. W- one of the, uh, all right, get out. <laughs> just, just like this podcast, a uh, <laughs> a Sandman artist did like the piece of art that I proposed to Jen with. So it's like it's one of those comics that really holds a special part of me. And so I was worried when this show got announced because if you see some of the precursors to this show. There, I remember there was a script running around years ago where it was this type of premise, but they made it into a superhero movie. Mm, was and, that the one ooh, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was attached to? No, this was way before that. I want to say uh, Sam Hamm, the guy who wrote uh, the 89 Batman, I think he wrote it. Okay. Yeah, it was It was not... like it. Probably if you changed the character, it would have been like an okay thing but it was not a good sandman movie at all so it, it's nice to see this all come to fruition i'm curious about the joseph gordon levitt version like because that would like is is this the version that they were working on with it because it was a netflix show and right. and it was difference in creative opinion was why he left is like i'm like curious what the difference in creative opinion was because this is damn near perfect yeah. So, Sandman, if you haven't watched it, you should do it. 11 episodes, you should do that. And yep. and if Neil Gaiman's listening, Dave Batista should play Destruction. Ooh. He, it, if the, the character of yeah. Destruction, you think of him, he's... That's a good one. He's a big, huge guy who is trying to be, like, Normal? gentle and, <laughs> like, an artist. And Spoilers, weirdly, by the way. Weirdly, uh, like that fits Dave Batista very, very well. Other than like Dave Batista is good at his art, which is acting. Yep. He's not terrible at it because that's one of the the ongoing jokes with Destruction is he tries painting and he's just not very good at it because he's good at destroying things. But he do- the other thing is is he doesn't give up. He just keeps going. Hmm. Um, let's touch on Andor a little bit. Uh, Jen and I have only watched the first episode. And then I can do my review of the Super Pets. 
Okay. <laughs> um, what episode are you guys on? I watched all four. And what? How are you liking it so far? The show is. It, it is paced uh, deliberately. Let's say it's not a slam bang action show. Um, it. I, I like that we're learning about how the rebellion started and sort of where the money's coming from. That's an important thing. Uh, I, I I like that it feels a little more adult. I like that the that um, uh, our antagonist in the first three episodes is not a stormtrooper or an imperial officer. He's just. Uh, a guy who sort of believes in the Empire's ideals and is using his job as a security head to to uh, go after our our boy um, Cassian. Um, uh, I, yeah, I like the, I like the blue troops and uh, uh, and when we do see the Empire, we're seeing the um, the. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's gone from my head. It's the minutia and all of the uh, paperwork. Bureaucracy. The bureaucracy of the empire. Um, because you can't do anything in the empire without having several staff meetings before you do it. It's all about the paperwork. Uh, yeah. God, it sounds like my work work. So um, maybe your work is the empire. Well, I mean. <laughs> there. Remember those. Comparisons th- could be made. Those short story collections that I told you about. Mm-hmm. There's one about the uh, the Imperials who don't fire on the escape pod in the first one. Oh yeah, in like the first that. film, what that ha- ends up holding three PO and R two, right. and that's how they escape. Like it's Vader's wrath tape. is like they go to like the quartermaster who is the like the head of like red tape and bureaucracy and he just buries it in so much shit that nobody wants to be bothered with it. Yeah. Brent handed me that sword. He's like, this one reminded me of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think we're going to see some down and dirty stuff in the, in episode five, uh, but I won't say anything because you haven't got there yet. Um, So I say keep, keep going with it. Um, I, I understand why they released three at the beginning because they really tell the first sort of chapter of the story. Yeah. And uh, they let us know who Cassian Andor is uh, and and why he's sort of doing what he's doing. That, the, the flashbacks in the first episode to when Cassian's a kid, mm-hmm. is that supposed to have subtitles? No. no. Okay. Yeah, I asked Ryan when we went toy hunting on Friday. <laughs> Because uh, you and I were both like, this seems like it. Is it just our feed? But no, apparently no, it's okay. No, they deliberately did not subtitle. Hmm. Okay, well, good. At least it's not. I thought maybe it was broken. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to rewatch the first episode. Honestly, when we watched the first episode, I was dealing with a lot of crap all at the same time. I was trying to plan a weekend at the cottage for. With, so I was messaging between my dad and right. and and we were. I was also trying to figure out stuff with my cousin and. At the same time, we we're watching the show, so I think I missed a good chunk of it. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll rewatch because when all I, three. I honestly, I didn't find it that interesting, but I think it was because I was very distracted. So right. I think I need to rewatch it, and maybe if we watch the first two episodes like back to back, it'll be a little bit yeah. better. I honestly, I yeah. Well, one thing I I'll give it another shot. Well, in watching those first three episodes back to back to back when they first got released, um, my thought was, oh, I see why they gave us three episodes. Because those first two have a, you know, they move, you know, story-wise, they move at a snail's pace. Yeah, I thought the first episode was very boring, which is probably why I was also multitasking at the same time. Yeah. So I think maybe we need to, I'll, I, I will I will give it another go. Um, but yeah, maybe we need to watch all three back to back to back. Yeah. So uh, on to the next thing, Jen saw the DC Super Pets movie that we all talked about seeing, but I, like, you know, life got in the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Brent's sister was like, hey, you, you want to go to the movies on Sunday? And I'm like, well, Brent's working. Sure. So we went with uh, her two kids, who are five and four, yep. to uh, go and see the Super Pets movie. And I was like, eh, I bet it'll just be like a fun afternoon out with niece and nephew. And, you know, but I honestly, the movie, it was super cute. The movie was very, very cute. And the whole time, I really enjoyed it. And I laughed a lot. And oh, um, my nephew, who was sitting next to me, 
would turn over and go, shh, even though he chalked the whole movie. Yeah, he is a bit of a chatterbox. <laughs> and then my niece on the other side of me was jumping up and down and jumping up and down and jumping up and down. Uh, but, I mean, they're kids. And there was a lot of kids in the theater, so it's not like they were the only ones in, in bothering people. So, whatever. But I enjoyed it. And while I was watching it, I remember thinking, I'm like, Kevin and Brent need to watch this movie. Because I went with them to see uh, the Teen Titans go to the movie. And I remember Kevin laughing super hard at a lot of the background jokes. Yeah. And this movie has, I think, from what I could catch, a fair number of background jokes that I think Kevin and Brent, and probably Ryan, too. I didn't see Teen Titans go to the movies with you, so... I think you guys would appreciate it. But um, the whole premise is... Um, oh, I don't want to spoil it. Well, then don't. <laughs> if you don't. It's the it's pets of superheroes. Yeah, it, it, the, the main character is Crypto, is Superman's dog. Yeah. And the, basically, the, the, the overall plot of it is that Superman is dating Lois Lane, and Crypto is super worried that he's going to get replaced as Superman's best friend. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Uh, you guys have to see it. <laughs> I've heard really good things about, uh, is it Keanu Reeves does Batman's voice in it? Yes. Oh, yeah. That like he does a really he good job. Good is it the rock that plays Crypto? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Oh, he's an animated dog. <laughs> yeah, because it's him and attention. Kevin Hart again. Kevin Hart is definitely um, Ace, right? That's the, the bat dog's he's name? He's the bat hound, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's super cute. I mean, if you go in expecting it to be a cute kids movie, then you'll get what you are expecting. And now, if you're here in Canada, you can watch it on Crave. Yeah. Instead of going to the theaters. So you should watch it. If you go to the theaters, like I said, it'll cost you 60 bucks, but you'll get popcorn. Oh my gosh. Crypto has a secret identity in the movie. Bark Kent. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Nobody believes him. <laughs> oh, that's oh, cool. And The Rock also plays Black Adam in the film. Yes. Black Adam's in the film? I think there's... Um, Wikipedia. I think it's a bonus it's in scene. It's post-credit post scene. I don't know or remember if we stayed for a post-credit scene because we were with a five-year-old and a four-year-old. So I might have missed that. Um, Kate McKinnon as Lulu, an evil hairless guinea pig. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, John Krasinski as Superman. Yeah. Lulu is... is Oh, God. Yeah, she takes down the whole Justice League and it's amazing because she's a freaking guinea pig that takes down the Justice League. All of them. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, I yeah. Honestly, we should watch it together because I really want to see your guys' reaction to yeah. it. Right, I can do that. <laughs> we'll have a movie night. So yeah, that's my review. Cool. Good. And that brings us to the end of this episode, yep. which means geek picks Yay, and uh, and Patreon shoutouts. All right. I got some geek pics. I've been Go watching some interesting new sitcoms. Um, in the States, they aired on FX. Up here, we get them on Disney+. Plus. Um, so I watched The Bear, which is... Um, it's not a funny haha sitcom. It's more of a... It's almost more of a drama, but it's a half-hour show, and it's about this guy who takes over his family restaurant after his brother commits suicide. The guy was a... Michelin starred chef, and now he's running a uh, a Chicago beef sandwich restaurant. And I found it really fascinating. Um, when I was watching Andor this week, one of the guys in the new little team of rebels there, the big guy with, mm-hmm. the, with the buzz cut, he plays on the bear too. I'm like, I like I know this guy. I, I'm sure he was just on the bear, and he was. I looked him up. So um, so the bear is good. And the other show I'm watching is called Reboot. And it has nothing to do with, <laughs> with the, the cartoon. I saw that one pop up on Disney Plus. I just haven't watched Reboot it. Reboot is a is a sitcom about a sitcom that has been rebooted, a la Fuller House or the new The Connors. I think I saw an ad for that. And so I was yeah, like, I don't so know what this is. So this show stars Keegan Michael Key and um, uh, Judy Greer, and they were the couple 
on on this '90s sitcom that's been rebooted. Oh, and and uh, the premise of the show was that they're a married couple, but her ex-husband still lives with them, and he is played by Johnny Knoxville. Of course, oh, yes. Um, and um, the show though is about the behind the scenes of this reboot, and the person who was pushing for it uh, is was played by Rachel Bloom from My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I don't know if I know who that is. Oh, you would probably know her to see her. Yeah, probably. And it turns out that the reason she wanted this reboot is because the original show was kind of based on her life and she was trying to get back at her dad, who was the showrunner of the original show. Oh, shit. And he shows up to take over the writer's room because the because the uh, executives at Hulu don't believe she could do it on her own. Mm. So he shows up with all his old Jewish crony comics uh, in the for the writers' room, and he's played by Paul Reiser. <laughs> nice. Uh, I just find it really fun and funny, and every episode is named after another old, uh, after an old '90s sitcom. So, uh, if you're looking for a fun laugh, uh, I do recommend Reboot, which we get on Disney Plus, but it's on Hulu in the states. Yeah, alrighty. Ryan, what's your geek pick this week? Uh, I read a new comic that I hadn't heard of. And you read it, so you can tell me who's written by because I don't remember. Um, the Vanish. Oh, uh, that's uh, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. Yes. Um, Donny Cates writing, Ryan Stegman doing art. Very interesting premise. Uh, it appears, without giving spoilers away, there's this guy who, at one time when he was young, was the one in his world of magic. And has now, he's an old man. He's an older man, and he's living in the real like our world. And some people, other magical people, like the ones that he was when he was younger, and the one that he wanted to hunt down to take out, have reappeared, and have reappeared in our world with their magic and pretending pretending to be heroes, or acting heroic. Yeah. So he's going to take it upon himself to deal with these people. So that's part of what being the. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. 